0: We trying to behave ourselves on the story? Well, y'all know what we thinking right now.
1: <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight. I think
2: it is. Tell them to sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking. <laughs> T-G-I-M. Mm.
0: Happy Friday. It's your girl Claudia Jordan and I'm back with TGIF, a brand new episode of TGIF with two of the most fabulous men in the entertainment industry. Now we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get you something to drink, and get ready for this hot tea we're about to spill. Please welcome uh brand strategist Al Reynolds. What's up, Al?
1: Hey, what's going on, Claudia? Happy Friday. Same to you. You're looking very spring and summerish. <laughs> like a little, <laughs> a little flower
0: a little flower a little dandelion okay and please welcome a multimedia personality fresh off a nap funky Eva. what's up q
2: what's going on everybody <laughs> <laughs> happy friday happy friday q you had a rough Woo! night last night no unlocking I I unlocking out, your better self alarm clocks ain't going off murphy's law everything that can go wrong did But I'm here. Just praise the Lord. I don't look like what I've been through. We was texting you like, where you at? You alive?
0: (laughs) With this this, this group, you just never know. Thought to be still, done well, got elopes, dead. You never know. But we're glad to have you here. So
2: we're we're glad to have you. Man. All right. Okay. Anybody drinking tonight? I will be drinking Publix lemonade after the break.
1: (laughs) I'm having tea.
2: Okay, well, I have, um, it looks like a, a wedding
0: shirt dress from the waist up, but the waist down I got on some biker shorts because I'm going to work out right after this, so no liquor for me tonight. So, we're going to have a clean show tonight? Is that what's happening?
2: Man, on a Friday? You know, this show ain't never clean. Rather, we drinking <laughs> water or liquor. It's still going to be a good time.
0: All right, speaking of good times, during an episode of Watch What Happens Live, Kathy Hilton mistakenly identified Lizzo as Precious during a segment called will kathy know them annie showed kathy a photo of lizzo and asked her if she could name the celebrity kathy said i feel like i do precious now as we know precious is a character portrayed by uh, uh, gab city in the 2009 film precious now kathy responded to the backlash in an instagram comment she wrote the screen was so far away and my vision is terrible if you recall i i i couldn't even make out who justin timberlake or melissa etheridge was what do you think about this? I saw there was some damage control where they try to say it was a super mod- a model, a plus-size model named Precious. I don't know if I believe that. Al, what do you think about this?
1: Oh, let me tell you what. You know, I Kathy and Richard Hilton, I've had the pleasure of hanging out with these two uh, and, and on more than one occasion. And of course, I used to hang out and Claudia, you did too with Paris Hilton. Um. So let me tell you, Kathy, she's just a very rich sometimes not in touch, you know, and she wrote woman and she rotates in these insulated circles. She's the type of woman that, it, you know, she just says awkward things. If you watch the show, she says awkward things. But the thing that I don't like, if you know that family, one thing that that family is not is racist. Okay. Um We know that Kathy and Richard's foundation gives millions of dollars to that California black freedom fund, which is a five year hundred million dollar fund to eradicate systemic and institutional racism. So I honestly feel like it was just Kathy being Kathy.
0: Now, I don't think that Kathy is racist at all, but um, Paris did get caught on tape. Don't add N word around. I'm just going to say that uh, she ain't off the hook completely with me. Q, what do you think about this? You think she was just like bad vision? She's older, old lady. She just Well,
2: before I get there, I want to know, Al, if you know all these damn people, why you work here? <laughs> like, why do you even work here? If you roll with Kathy and her husband and all these different people, listen, Kathy is an old rich white woman. Kathy ain't had no idea who Lizzo was. It it let me I gagged. Okay. <laughs> it was funny to me Me now had it been somebody a little younger who was purposely trying to insult Lizzo then I'd be outraged but that was Kathy's honest thoughts on who that was and that's what made it even more funny and especially considering the fact that Precious ain't even a real person it's a movie character but that poor white woman she didn't know she it was a it was a genuine mistake I mean,
0: I, there's a lot of people that are big in their community that I would have clearly have no idea how they are, too. So I could see how that could happen. Like, why would she know? Like, you know, why
2: would she I know? mean, and all big
1: white women look like Rosie O'Donnell, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know what another I mean... another fun fact about Kathy, though, is you know she was classmates with Michael Jackson, and they actually were very, very close friends and, and hung out on the regular. Michael's that old? Michael Jackson, yeah.
2: That means that we're that old, actually. You know what was surprising two days ago was Whitney Houston's birthday, and I did not know that she would have been fifty-nine.
1: Yeah, almost sixty. Mm-hmm.
0: Time flies. All right, y'all. So Kathy, as for now, you are off the hook, man. We we don't think it, We we gonna deem that not racist. I don't think that. <laughs> I think it's just being old and away, from, just above it all. Okay, uh Dr. Heavenly shows some love to Candy Burris after a clip went viral of Marlo Hampton discrediting Candy's legacy, saying she's only known in Atlanta.
2: Take a look. Candy is a real one. I don't care what nobody say. I love her for all she's done for me. She's given me financial advice to save me money on the kids. Todd is a genius.
0: All right, y'all, what are your thoughts on what Dr. Heavenly said? And do you think Marlo was out of line and wrong? For making those comments. Q, I know you're good friends with Dr. Heavenly. What do you think about this?
2: You know, a lot of people have made videos coming to Candy's Defense. Uh, DJ A1 did a video coming to Candy's Defense. I even made a video coming to Candy's Defense um, as a result of some things that Marlo did. A lot of people don't know at the point in which Marlo had made that uh, F word comment, Bravo wasn't messing with Marlo at all. She was getting no airtime marlo came to candy and todd trying to get back on television and candy and todd were able to get her a show on we tv called fashion mob and the reason why i know this is because i was a cast member of that show and ultimately two weeks before we were to, to film the show the show got scrapped because marlo and another cast member were being divas when it came to signing their contracts So, you know, I just find it odd that Marlo's going so hard at Candy, considering the fact that Candy bent over backwards in an effort to try to help her. I get that Marlo worked very hard to get this peach. And some people were saying, you know, she's just making TV and doing whatever she needs to do to keep it. But I also think that there needs to be a level of dignity and integrity When it comes to your friend groups and people who have helped you in the past, you can make TV and still maintain some semblance of decency when dealing with people who have helped you in
1: your past.
0: Agreed. Al, what do you think about this?
1: I mean, I, you can, I cue some that one up. Great. I mean, Candy has helped a lot of women, a lot of people in general through referrals. She's great at giving people referrals just her business model in general, people helping people out with their business and also on advice. So I mean, I, I I couldn't agree more with what Q said.
0: When I first got to Atlanta and did that show, I was just brought on as a friend of the show and it just grew to something else, right? And I met Marlo, we, we were in Z Gallery and I met her and at the time her and Nene weren't cool. So of course she was just like, yes girl, you know and I was just like, it's just a show to me, it's work. And she was cool, right? Um. And I know she wanted to be in that position to have a peach all these years, and she finally got it. I think it's sad that to finally, after all these years of being kind of overlooked and being on the sidelines, you finally do get the opportunity of a lifetime to you, right? You've been wanting that um, to kind of get there and uh, kind of fumble the opportunity, Marlo, you had an interesting storyline raising those two boys. Um, you, you know, you have this, you're very fashionable. You're known for that. You could have really parlayed this into something good. And I don't like the what I'm, I'm, not watching the show. I haven't watched the show in a long time, but what I'm hearing and seeing from clips and correct me if I'm wrong, it just seeming like she's thinking the old way of doing business, right? Just going for everyone's neck and just being as nasty as you can is the way to solidify your future. But I think she's going too far. I get being entertaining, but at some point, I think people are getting sick of it. Like the things I'm hearing, I'm just like, I'm not liking. And Marlo, I think you're better than this. Or maybe you're not. But I'm hoping you are because all those years, I can not imagine if I wait all these years to finally get my talk show, then get it and just just piss everybody off all the time. What are you doing? You don't deserve to have it if you're going to blow it. And coming for Candy, Candy Burris is the one that has receipts of how many people she's helped. She didn't know me that well when she met me. She offered to work with me. I hosted a panel. She was talking about doing a show with me. And I'm not a me, like, it's not just me. I'm not unique. She does that for, she's a girl's girl. And to say this woman is not, she's just known in Atlanta when you're only known in Atlanta. Marlo, Kennedy's an international star. She is, like it or not, she is. And she helps people. So I just think that, you. I just think it's a bad way you're going. I don't know who you're, who's advising you, but it's. it's not the right way, in my opinion. All right. Well, Candy is now t- like the genius she is when it comes to business. She's turning Marlo's Slight Shade into a bag of money after launching a bleep on worldwide product line, which will include teas, mugs, and more. Are y'all surprised that Candy's turning this incident into a moneymaker, Al?
1: Oh, absolutely not. Listen, all of Candy's enterprises were from instances or things that things that happened in her life. Let's go down the list. She has a record label, she has her own record label. You remember she was a Broadway producer of Thoughts of a Colored Man because of that situation f- that she had read about. Uh, she's a restaurant owner. She owns Blaze. That You remember she charged that attorney for ice and she, o- she owns Old Lady Gag. Her bedroom candy is a uh, retailer sex toys. She's a, a Grammy uh, songwriter. She's a reality star. She's a podcast producer, Candy Coated Nights burlesque show because of you know her 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 keeping it beefy in the bedroom welcome to the dungeon i didn't know she had a cause and she's got a cosmetic line candy coated cosmetics and now she has a clothing line this is just Candy's always doing her thing she's always taking something that's going on in her life a passion of hers or something that she likes and turning it into a profitable business
0: that part q what do you think You work with Candy, y'all did a play, Legs, Hips, and Body. Legs, Hips, and
2: Body. So, you know, one thing I remember when working with Candy, Candy said to me about Real Housewives of Atlanta, she said that they would have to take me off this show kicking and screaming because this show is a free commercial for all my businesses. And and Candy has also figured out a way every time somebody says something negative about her, it's almost like a petty jab. Oh yeah, I'm gonna take this. And I'm going to turn it into a moneymaker. Case in point, when they said she had that sex dungeon in her house, what did she do? She went and started off the dungeon tour. And there's no difference between that and what she's doing with these t-shirts. Hey, you said this about me. It's trending right now. Let me get a money grab real quick. So hats off to Candy for, for being smart and enterprising when it comes to truly using the platform the way it should be used. Once
0: again, I just can't reiterate the fumbling of the bag. You could, instead of fighting with this woman, you could have actually cozied up to her and kind of got some game from her because she's clearly the most successful, the richest one on the show. And she's going to be, whether she's on Housewives or not. And let me tell you, I'm not going to say how much Housewives offers their the house, Housewives the first season um, if you don't have a fantastic lawyer, but they, they offer a pretty low amount and it's been standard for a long time. And what you do with that time and how you flip that, you could really go from making five figures to seven if you play your cards right so like why would you not and candy has, has it all figured out i believe all right moving on britney spears ex-husband kevin Federline shared and then deleted old videos on social media of spears allegedly appearing to scold their two sons take a look i do care but i'm shocked as with you and i don't know what to do and i'm scared of you because you're weird because you're going through puberty i don't know what to say Kevin added the caption, I cannot sit back and let my sons be accused in this way after what they've been through. As much as it hurts us, we decided as a family to post these videos the boys took when they were 11 and 12. This, is, this isn't even the worst of it. The lies have to stop. I hope our kids grow up to be better than this. Hashtag never fear truth. Now a close source to Spears told page six that Kevin is weaponizing the children by releasing the videos. What are your thoughts on the story? Let's start with you Al.
1: So um, I just want to be clear the the clip that we saw right there that wasn't the clip that we're referencing this story right when the 11 year old when they were 11 years old and they were going back and forth with the mother that's not that clip I just want to make sure that we understand that but because the clip that they showed of her going back and forth with her 11 year olds, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure why Kevin put that out. Because if he was trying to use that clip to make her seem like she was an unfit mother, it absolutely did not work. To me, in the clip that I watched as it relates to the article that we got about this story, she sound just like a regular mom that we all know. And she sound like a good mother. It was like parenting one on one. What I was more concerned about in that clip uh, was how those kids talked back to her. And they're sassy and they won't let her talk like they they literally tell her what to do and talk to her any kind of way. And I'm going to tell you, when I was growing up, you didn't talk back to your parents like that. You would get a hand in the mouth or you would you would definitely wish you never, you know, talk back. Um, so as far as I'm concerned, the videos that he is leaking does not fit the narrative that she's not a good mother. Um,
0: OK, I agree. Q, what do
2: you think? I'll give you my thoughts when we come back from commercials.
0: Okay, we was going to try
2: to fit it in before we went.
0: But okay, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back after
2: this. Welcome back
0: to TGIF. Now, before we went to break, we're talking about Britney Spears and Kevin Federline, how he's releasing these audio clips of alleged abuse and verbal abuse by Britney. She's such a terrible mom. And, you know, he really put 10 on 20. Then he had to delete them things because they really weren't that big of a deal. Q, what do you think about the uh, the audio? You've heard them, right?
2: I did hear the audio. And you know what? Britney was to Al's point, being a great mom, those children were being extremely disrespectful. She was trying to discipline them like parents do, telling them she was going to take their phones, so on and so forth. My question is, Kevin, you've been unscathed so so far at this point with this whole stuff that's going on with Britney and her parents. I don't understand what his motivation is for jumping in the ring at the moment right now you got the kids, you getting the monthly money from this woman, what is the point? And then on top of that, regardless of whatever it is, you're fully aware that those children's mom has mental issues. That being alone, that said, you should have compassion and you should be teaching those kids how to love their mother in spite of her illness and not turning those kids against their mother and I'm going to tell you something those kids are going to grow up and when they get the full truth they are going to end up hating you as a result of it for all the missed time that they did not have with their mother because trust and believe and a lot of people don't think it boys can have daddy issues and mommy issues too the same way women can
0: I love that he tried to kind of pile on Brittany and try to get a Oh yeah. Like me too. He kind of me too this and it kind of blew up in his face. Cause the video wasn't given the audio, wasn't given what he thought it was going to give. He thought people were going to get on his side. He tried to play this out in the court mm. of public opinion. And it didn't really work. When I heard the audio, I'm like, I was expecting some horrific verbal abuse and she was being mean or irrational. She sounded like she had two brats and she was checking them. She was telling, like she was just getting them together. Like they were some badass kids. And she was just like, look, look at here. I'm not going to like deal with this. And then she checked them. If you think that's abuse, that you're part of the problem, Kevin, and you probably co-signed the behavior because you think it's funny because you look at her as just your cash cow and you want to keep your $20,000 a month rolling in. So maybe it's just in your best interest to kind of just keep a negative narrative about Brittany out there. I thought it was super whack and weak. Kevin, go get a job. Go get go celebrity box somebody. Go get on (laughs) I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Go get on Big Brother or something because
1: it's giving whack. You know what was also interesting? I don't know if you guys realized this. You remember the clip that he leaked was from five years ago. Five years ago, Brittany was a part of the conservatorship and watching her, you know, five years ago, everything she said made sense, right? The way she was parenting the kids like you can't walk around with your shoes off in stores. Like everything she did as a parent and how she explained everything to them just all made sense. Now that she's out of the conservatorship, now we're seeing these crazy postings. She's fighting with her family. Her kids aren't at her wedding. So I'm just saying that conservatorship might not have been all that bad in certain aspects. I'm going to tell you something. Conservatorship aside, her mama and her
2: daddy should be going around Kevin House, bamming on his dough, cussing his ass out for that. They should still have some love for their daughter and still want their daughter to have some semblance of a mother child relationship with them. And the fact that Kevin was able to do that so freely without fear of backlash says that he is in cahoots with the mama and the daddy and stuff as well. This is just not cool for any parent under any circumstance to try to turn the children against. The other parent you teach those children how to love their mother in spite of you teach those children about your their mother's mental illness and why mommy can't be in the house with us but you force those children to have a loving relationship with their mother not the other way around
0: yeah and uh, again it didn't hit like he thought and I, I hope more people continue to call him out like we are on tgif because i was super whack and there's no united front of parenting with these kids, obviously. I, I could see him being the kind of parent, in my opinion, to, you know, good cop, bad cop, and trying to make Britney be the bad cop at all times. Well, I, I think it's more than 20,000. I think it's like 60,000. It's some crazy amount. All right, Bishop uh, Patrick Wooten is outraged by Beyonce's song, Church Girl, calling in a piece of trash and implying that she sold her soul to the devil. He said to sample the song of the real church lady, Twinkie Clark, I don't know whether she knew what she was going to do with the song or not, she knows she's not saved. I don't talk about anything that's not public anything. That public, that's public is fair game. What are your thoughts on Beyonce, uh, on the Bishop calling out Beyonce? And why is there so much controversy about this album? So many people seem to have a problem with it. Al, what you think? <laughs>
1: I'm going to giggle this one off because I grew up in a very traditional Southern Baptist church like this. Shout out to Mayo Missionary Baptist Church and my pastor, Mac um this pastor's strong rhetoric around this is understandable for people that 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 uh, that attend churches like that and from a religious standpoint because think about it she did sample the song center thy will by the clark sisters the title of the song is church girl and the lyrics of the song is quite uh (laughs) graphic and like you know burlesque like like very thottish Um, So, you know, I can see where he was trying to go with it. Hopefully the clip had a little bit more understanding to it, but I will give this to Beyonce now. Um, The song definitely toes the line and I love the messaging of the song, which was that black women can definitely be sexual, they can be sensual and they can be spiritual, as well as she said that they can be religious, they can be ratchet and they could be righteous, uh, righteous. So. Big up to uh, Beyonce on this is, song.
0: Is there anything in the lyrics of that song that you that you can like share that you know of off the top of your head? That's like that's like wow, that's a bit far. Was yeah,
1: it what you, she talked. She talks about like um, twerking, riding. Uh, it was it, listen. It, it it it's it's got some um, very graphic, okay. um, central body movements. What the woman can do. Okay. You know, so it's ratchet. Like it's basically. it's.
0: So basically, all the things that people that go to church actually
1: actually do.
2: do. <laughs> Got it. Just want to make sure as
0: they're being fruitful and multiplying. Got it.
2: Q, what I, you do? You know what? From the pastor's perspective, it was a missed opportunity. Um, you can I, you can tell this is a non progressive pastor because there was a way he could have took that song and flipped it into a sermon that was actually relevant to the actual people who show up to church these days. Because if I was to step into anybody's church today, I would be one of the church girls, okay? I hunch, I have sex, (laughs) I drink brown liquor, I go to the club, sometimes I sleep with people's husbands, but I don't do that no more. But what I found to be also unique about this song, I don't know if you guys saw the Clark Sisters "Unsung." It was nothing more than fitting that she used a Clark sister sample because the Clark sisters were the first gospel group to bring gospel music to the secular market. And remember when they came out a long time ago, I can't think about the song off the top of my head. They, they've already got a song and they've had in all the old school gay clubs. Can't think of the song right now. But it was genius on her part to use a Clark sister sample because they were already known for making church music that got played in secular spaces with everything that's going on in this economy right now that pastor could have used that two hours on sunday to preach about something you give give us a fake prosperity uh by preaching or pass around a collection plate for the building fund for the building that ain't gonna never get built or whatever and leave beyonce the hell alone
0: and I wonder what what Twinkie Clark thinks about this because uh, sh- she got a writing credit on the song and she has publicly approved and thanked Beyonce for like she's she's on board, y'all. She's on right.
2: Board. So if Twinkie ain't complaining, how are you? Everybody He's looking a- for a moment. Listen, everybody's, everybody's looking for a moment in 2022, and he was looking for a moment.
0: Church is not exempt it's everybody while performing in Toronto Lady Gaga was hit on the head with an object that was thrown from the crowd Gaga was singing her hit song hold my hand when the incident happened but she didn't let it stop her and she continued performing like a true professional and weeks ago we talked about something similar that happened to Kid Cudi who was hit by water bottles while performing during Rolling Loud our fans are getting out of control and uh, what happened to having respect for these people that are performing I know it happens to athletes a lot Key, let's start with you what do you think about this
2: They're most definitely getting out of control. And I'm going to tell you what's about to happen. Um, Live Nation and all these other big concert tour people, you fans are going to be mad when they start um, dropping a big mesh screen from the ceiling to the floor of the stage. I I feel it coming. They're going to drop tool netting or some type of barrier that's see-through from the top of the ceiling to the bottom of the stage to prevent these artists from being hit um i forgot which concert it was i went to many years ago i think it was a destiny's child concert or it might even it might even been a beyonce concert where um i guess in her writer you you could not sell uh like soda and plastic bottles i see whatever some artists are putting that in their writer that you cannot even sell soda and plastic bottles because they don't want you dummies throwing stuff up there so all i'm saying is don't get mad when your faves start performing behind a mesh screen or on a tele or, or, or on a monitor because y'all keep throwing Pepsi bottles at them. Y'all about to get a
0: hologram in a minute. Y'all keep it up. And and I wouldn't be mad at the. the t- Me neither. I would not be mad. It's too. damn People are too damn crazy out there right now. Al, what do you think about this?
1: Well, you know, I agree with you guys as, as it relates to water bottles and, and, and unsafe things that that people throw up on the stage, but in this case, that wasn't the instance um the backstory on this was it really intrigued me because i i you know I was trying to figure out what how did he get that big object in there so in this case, we learned that the gentleman is from Mexico, and he um is an avid fan of Lady Gaga like he saved all this money to travel from Mexico to Toronto to this concert right um we also learned that in Mexico, um, it's become a tradition for Mexican music fans to throw their favorite artist, this Dr. Semi Bear, which is what he threw up on stage, while they're performing to, you know, show to them that, that that's their love. Like, you are the ultimate performer to me. So this was actually an act of homage to her.
2: Don't throw no shit at me. <laughs> I went out in Mexico, and while I'm at work, I'm up here trying to <sighs> sing. I'm trying to hit my note. I got my huh, and then I got a big teddy bear. And there is a protocol for thornstar because when Luciano Pavarotti, because you know I listen to the Three Tenors, baby, I'm cultured. When they perform at the end of the symphony or the opera or whatever type of music, people throw the roses and stuff at the end. Throw that crap up on the stage at the end. Don't throw that mess up there while I'm in the middle of trying to hit my note.
0: And also, you know, now that you're saying we got to like change lyrics and songs here because we're offending someone in another country. When you're in Mexico and that's the culture there, it may not necessarily be the culture here. So you should be aware of that. Like that thing, we don't know what that is. And now in these times where things are elevated, mass shootings, America's a mess right now. You got to be aware, like we're on edge right now. You don't know it's a teddy bear. When it, when it, you might not know it's a teddy bear. But you just seen something over there. I don't and know. he ain't
2: seen nobody else ass throwing nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what, what happened to Wendy Rome do as Romans do? You ain't seen nobody else throwing nothing on the stage, and you're going to decide to play Tom Brady and launch a Build-A-Bear on the stage. And then, okay, Al, I'm going to follow you for a second. Throw it on the stage. Throw that crap to the left over there by the drummer. Okay, don't throw it at me, at her head. See, you oh, gonna? No, me- I'm not buying the act of homage. I, that that that's the act of rebellion. If you want to show me some appreciation, throw that crap over there by them background dancers. Doing the- <laughs> <laughs> don't throw that at my head.
0: And he spent all that money to come up from Mexico. See, you gonna see? Trump was talking about building that wall. You are gonna make Biden do it now?
2: Knock it off. All right, no, y'all. No, I'm I'm and matter of fact, <laughs> don't throw no damn teddy bear, baby. Carry your ass down to the nearest bank. Get you $100 worth of ones, and put it on a nasty rubber band around it and launch that up there. Now, you can hit me in the head with that. <laughs> Keep me a 2 dollars family dollar teddy bear. All right, All so we're going to take a quick
0: commercial break. We have plenty more show coming up after this. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Quick correction, that last story, it wasn't in America, that Lady Gaga show, it was in Canada, in Toronto. So I just want to make sure we clarified that up right away. All right, y'all, so moving on, a Spirit Airlines employee at the Dallas-Fort Worth airport got into a physical altercation after a passenger hit him and called him the N-word. Now, before we show the clip, Foxhole does not condone this violence. Watch this.
2: You haven't lost your mind. Don't touch me ever in your life. My face.
1: My no, I'm
0: not. After the incident went viral, Spirit Airlines tweeted the following message, we are aware of this altercation. Our vendor at DFW has suspended the agent. Spirit Airlines does not tolerate violence of any kind. And we are working with local law enforcement to investigate this matter. Al, what are your thoughts on this incident? And do you think he should have been suspended?
1: Um, let me start, start off by saying no man. And I mean, no man should ever put his hands on a woman uh, the way that this this man did. Um, And it was sad. It was sad to watch. Um, did he deserve to be suspended? i one hundred percent believe that he deserves to be suspended because as as an employee of that airline, you know when you do those types of jobs, you just got to be made for it, like you got to know when to deescalate, when to separate yourself, and all that great stuff. The two things though that that really concerned me when I watched the video was one, why didn't anyone try to diffuse this when she was calling him all types of names like faggot and especially when she pushed him and said he had titties, she called him the N word, she slapped him. Why didn't, why didn't anybody step in before it escalated to that? That's number one. Number two is women, this is a message to all the women out here today. Women, these new nowadays, these men today they are hitting back all right they're hitting women back please keep your hands to yourself when you're having a conflict with the man unless you want the heat because obviously it appears that it's no longer the days where a woman's able to hit a man and he just take it i mean these days these dudes they going toe to toe yeah they are q what do you think
2: um, <clears throat> so I definitely think he should have been suspended. I think the, uh, as an employee of any corporate uh, situation, your first line of defense should be de-escalate the situation. It would have taken nothing for him to just walk away from that lady and go to the break room and let somebody else deal with her. Okay. Period. Hard. Stop. I'm cut from a little different cloth than Al. I don't care what's between your legs. You put your hands on me and I'm going to knock the S-H-I-T out of you or whatever. Okay. he should. Now, had he de-escalated the situation, maybe it wouldn't have gotten to the point where it got physical. But at the point in which she put her hands on him, all bets are off. Y'all women like to go around and use this whole a man should not hit a woman as license to abuse men and put your hands on men. And y'all think, oh, because a man ain't supposed to hit a woman that give y'all license to put your hands on people. No, ma'am. I am a human first and a man second. You put your hands on me. I'm knocking your ass flat on your back. Point blank, period.
0: Um, I think that if you work for Spirit Airlines, I can imagine you see stuff like this a lot. And you really do, like Al said, have to be built for it. Like customer service for Spirit Airlines, first of all, any airline, but especially Spirit Airline, you're going to get a lot of this. And I wish if she hit him first, which I think she did, we didn't see the very beginning of it, right? We don't know exactly where this fight actually starts. So we can't really fully speak on it 1000%. But from what we hear, she did hit him first, right? Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. we saw from that clip. Homie, you if you were to maintain your calmness, and just reported this woman the way things are now, she would have been banned from flying. And that's what you should have done. Like, okay, I got you. Because now you're going to be, you know, you're representing the company. She's not, you know? I wish he would have like, I I, trust me, I agree. Don't put your hands on anybody. It was wrong. And she was way out of pocket, way out of, there's no reason why she should have put her hands on him. None at all. But I wish instead of knocking her out or tackling her, I wish he would have just like, all right, lady, and just shut her down. It didn't even have to even get that far for him to do that, because now you can just threaten someone and just, you know, some of that language is enough for you to be like placed on the no-fly list. You know what I mean? I wish he would have just done that because then she would have been penalized and he'd still have his job.
2: I do something it, else I want to bring up too? I don't know, and I don't feel like it was like this two decades ago in the 90s, but I don't know if it's because of social media or whatever now. It's this culture of just, Acting ignorant and cussing out folks in customer service positions. Mm -hmm. Who raised y'all? Like, how do like say, for instance, you're having an issue? Do you honestly think you're going to get the issue resolved in the manner that suits you by cutting up this way? Did y'all? I wish we were doing this story. Did y'all see the one the man at Burger King threw them two large ass sodas in the car Mm -hmm. at that Mm -hmm. man? Yeah, Mm-mm. I posted on my Instagram soulmates after the show he got into a conflict with the man at, at the drive through and the man said he didn't get his sodas and he said well if you didn't get your sodas why you didn't say that the first time you was up here causing ruckus that man was in the car talking stuff that that boy took them two large ass sodas he did a Tom Brady and launched both of them doggone sodas into them doggone cars and here's here's the thing y'all don't understand just like the one where the girl went and dragged the lady from behind the counter at Family Dollar. And then after she finished getting her behind, whoop, she went behind the register and got a gun and shot her. Mm-hmm. Here's what y'all got to understand. Those jobs only pay $9 an hour. Those people do not care because you can literally lose a job at Family Dollar and go get hired at Burger King tomorrow with no interview. All right. So they don't care about losing them jobs. Y'all better stop going in public, fussing with them people. Stop fussing with people at red lights. They shooting people at road for the road rage. Stop fussing with people in the grocery stores. Wusa, because everybody is crazy, and it's because of the COVID vaccine.
1: <laughs> Don't say that.
0: <laughs> and, and, and one last thing before we move on, I wish uh, I did see a lot of the brothers, black men, did intervene and kind of rallied around this this woman, this white lady, or whatever she was. I wish they would have pulled their brother to the side and got in between when it was going down. I wish there was a way like, it ain't their business, it's not their job, but I just wish that could have happened. Like, I hate that he lost his job. And I don't know what was said before that got to that level, but you know, she was definitely out of pocket. And I hope she's on a no-fly list as well. I think she was a thousand percent wrong. All right, y'all. Because of the surge of monkeypox cases around the world, officials in Brazil are pleading with people to stop attacking monkeys. Recently in Brazil, monkeys have been physically attacked and some even killed by residents. The assaults have led to the World Health Organization issuing a reminder that despite the virus's name, monkeys should not be blamed for its transmission. Margaret Harris, a spokesperson for the WHO, told reporters, what people need to know very clearly is the transmission we are seeing is happening between humans to humans. Harris continued, they should certainly not be attacking animals. Is the world, just this stupid or... What's what what is what's happening? Al, what are your thoughts on the story? Attacking uh, monkeys because the monkey box.
1: Right. I, this this in Brazil. I don't understand why they're attacking monkeys. Now, if this was in Japan, where those monkeys are attacking babies and kids and the elderly, and you know, doing <laughs> like killing you, you know, that one monkey stole that baby from that father and threw him off the building, and the baby died. I could see you attacking monkeys in, in Japan, but yeah, this is kind of sad, um, and. All I want to say, I guess, only thing I can say is this, is that on Thursday, you know, Biden declared a national health emergency with this monkeypox, and it's real. It's really real, everybody. And we know from this national health emergency that 98% of the monkeypox cases have been reported in you know, same-sex situations. So we have to take this very, very serious. All right, Q,
0: what are your thoughts?
2: I blame the World Health Organization um y'all are the smartest of the smart the most elite when it comes to education and y'all know that most people around the world are stupid most people are dumb okay you named it monkeypox. why you didn't name it envelope pox why you didn't name it paper cup pox you named it monkeypox, and for those people who you know are regular stupid people like most of the world is they're going to make the association that it came from monkeys. So I, I don't think that I don't think that they're uh, the, the correlation that these people are drawing is far fetched. You know, most of us are not well versed in medicine. They shouldn't have never named a disease monkeypox in the first place. Two things about this, I agree with both of y'all
0: about that. I don't know why they did that, and the messaging and the branding of monkeypox. I don't know if y'all been noticing. But every single picture and victim I've seen of monkeypox has been somebody black. Hmm. Every single person I've seen showing the sores has been on black skin. And this is why, remember Corona was like this at first, right? And they were like, oh, it's mostly affecting black people. And I feel like as soon as they said that, they are like, oh, let's go back. Let's open the world back up. No biggie here. I'm nothing to see here. It seemed like it was like a little less serious because it was mostly affecting us, right? I don't like the, what they're doing with the monkey pots. The name, first of all, y'all are really trying. If you don't think we are peeping the shade and the tea, we are. And then every image is a black child or a black person with the, with the bumps. And then now they're trying to make this a, a gay thing. And I'm not, I, I, it's a skin to skin thing. It is from what we know so far. I, I just feel like it's very dangerous what they're doing. And I don't think anything is by, I don't think any of this is by accident. Like y'all said, the World Health Organization, they are brilliant people. They know better. And they know what their words do and how much weight it carries. I think, I I hate it. Every time you Google it, it's all black skin and they need to knock it off. They really do. All right, y'all, let's take a quick commercial break. And uh, we'll be back with more TGIF after the break. Y'all really tried it. Welcome back to TGIF, remember uh, it's Friday y'all. So at the end of the show, we wanna take some questions uh, from the chat and if there's anything you've always wanted to know or we can actually ask each other things here, uh, we wanna definitely invite y'all. So please leave some questions for us in the chat. All right, yesterday Russia confirmed they're negotiating with the United States regarding a possible prisoner swap deal that would secure the freedom of Brittany Griner and former Marine Paul Whelan. Now, the news comes after a Russian foreign minister confirmed last week that Russia is ready to discuss a potential swap. What are your thoughts on the update?
1: This is huge. I mean, this is huge. This is huge. This is history being made if this is actually negotiated. we If we really sit and think about this, this is really huge. The United States of America is trading a black female WNBA player for one of the most notorious arms dealers and killer in the world. And they are also doing it with a a country that we have historically have a hostile relationship with. And not to mention there are 20 other who are all white prisoners of war over there that she's trumping. This is huge. Absolutely, Q. What do you think?
2: My whole thing is Russia. Get get it done already. All right. We knew before y'all went to trial and sentencing. We knew what we wanted. Y'all knew what y'all wanted. Cut the bureaucracy. Like get it done. Make it happen. What is there to discuss? You open up your prison and put her, put him on a plane. We open up our prison, put him on a plane. His ass can't come back to our country no more. They probably gonna ban her from over there. Quiet as it's kept. She probably don't ever want to go back over there and let's get it done.
0: You know, um, people say, oh, there's all these other prisons that are not black and it's a big deal that he's going after this black, you know, Biden's The administration wants to uh get this black woman out. I-, I-, I have to just say the obvious. He has to. There's no pro- there's no secret that Biden's ratings are really low right now. And he's got to get some of that love from the black community back. And they- it's a must like he has to make this happen. He has to make this happen. And, and I think if he doesn't, it's a huge slap in the face. We, we're already complaining about some things that we didn't get, although I'm still I'm still supporting uh th- this presidency, this administration, but he has to. He owes black women, uh, a huge part of him getting elected came at the hands of black women, the campaigning, the voting you know, in crazy numbers. You have to get this done, like you know this. All right, y'all, taking a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more. Remember, leave your questions in the chat what you want us to talk about at the end oh boy we'll see what we can do (laughs) all right we'll be right back (laughs) welcome back to TJF. yo when we said ask those questions y'all are shady as hell i'm laughing at some of the questions y'all said y'all really pay attention that's all i gotta say speaking of pay attention we pay attention to this couple because we're trying to figure out what's going on martell holt and Sheree whitfield were once again spotted at a park in atlanta while enjoying a stroll together now, Martel's public appearance comes days after a newly launched petition on Change.com was launched to remove him from his show, Love and Marriage Huntsville, allegedly after he, uh, after he allegedly made homophobic remarks towards his ex-wife, Melody Holt's family, and due to claims of alleged abusive behavior towards his son. What are your thoughts on this story, Al? Do you, are you here for this couple?
1: Yeah, you know Cherie. Cherie Sheree is a is a friend of mine. So I'm gonna always support her. But I you know, this is no shade, but it, it looked almost like this was a photo shoot. Was this a photo shoot? Because in every picture it was it was dang on near perfect. It looked like a trailer to like a love movie or something. I I, I don't know. I mean, and they're supposed to be walking the dog in the park, but somehow his shirt came off. I, and then, not to mention the pictures of her, you know what, her butt looked really good. <laughs> like, it, it just looked, it, it just didn't seem organic to me. But they they make a very attractive couple.
0: They look good together. We're both very much in mm-hmm. shape. Uh, Q, what do you think about this?
2: Um, My sentiments kind of echo Al's. The, the pictures are too perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're the camera phone images. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's giving right. very... What Candy said, oh, can I get a table because we're going to have some people over here taking pictures. That's given very Freddie oh, was somewhere in the bushes taking pictures and leaked them to the blogs. I will say this. Martel and Sheree do look good together. And men do act right around women they respect. Um, I definitely don't see Sheree putting up with the stuff that melody put up with i definitely don't see sheree uh putting up with the stuff that the side girl put up with um and i could definitely see martel viewing sheree as such a prize that he probably would act right if him and sheree legitimately were together due to the respect that he has for in fear of losing her um, but to Al's point, that looked like a Lululemon ad and not two people at the park having a stroll.
0: They, they, they did look staged. They did look like call the press. I mean, that doesn't mean that it's not real though. Cause people call the press on real relationships all the time. Cause they want it out there. It doesn't mean that it's not real. All right, you All let's have a little fun with these questions. First of all, does anything y'all want to ask each other.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Q. no. Uh-huh. I got a question for Q. Uh huh. What happened to your car? You're driving a Hyundai now? Oh, yes, honey. They
2: had to upgrade me, bitch. I'm in a Hyundai Santa Fe, baby. Y'all can't tell me nothing. I'm riding good. I'm riding the best I ever rode. No, you know, um, the, the BMW has those low profile tires. And like three times this week when I got in the car, it said tire pressure low. So I got a slow leak. Took it to the dealership. They called me back and it was gonna be a couple hours. Then they was like, we got one tire on we got one tire in the computer, but we can't find it. And so they can't get me another tire until Monday. So they put me in a Hyundai Santa Fe, baby. How do you feel about it? <laughs> do you feel like you could
0: drive that again? Like I know you crossed over to the other side now.
2: You you wanna know what's so funny? I actually miss driving my Civic. I actually enjoy driving my Civic more than I did the BMW. There was just something fun about it. I'm having fun driving to Santa Fe. The BMW just feels like a lot of responsibility when you're driving it.
0: Uh, Those luxury vehicles, I know. Yeah, it just
2: feels like responsibility. The Civic felt, I felt fancy, free, and foot loose. When I'm in the Santa Fe, I'm zooming. I got the music turned up. I'm I'm having a hot girl summer. But in the BMW, I got to be all serious and careful because it feels like responsibility.
0: All right, let's go to these questions in the chat. Okay, uh, Ashley Basie says, Al, name a secret talent that you have.
1: Shit. Secret talent. Uh pass. Let me think about it.
0: I will say this. <laughs> you're part horse, because we were at the Essence Festival and my feet were hurting. So I jumped
2: And Ashley, when we were at the Faina party and he can make it clout.
1: <laughs> <Y'all are both laughs> <liars. laughs> uh
2: Jay Daniel Luke
0: says, Q, when was a li- This is gonna be for both of y'all. When was the last time you messed with a woman?
2: Uh, the last time I messed with a woman was my ex-girlfriend, uh, two years out of college, 21, 23.
0: 23. Oh, 23 when you were, go. I thought, you
2: had, go. Three, go. I thought um, you had a three from recently with the one, no? Oh, well, damn, stay out of my business.
1: That, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> those,
2: on the show. Oh, those drunken escapades don't count. I mean, I oh. thought he meant like, for real, for real. Okay. So yes, I, I've had I've had so, a couple of daily instances in some threesome situations. That ain't nothing, but like the last time I was actually like
1: with a woman, us
2: being together I was I twenty
1: three years old.
2: Al, how about you? Uh,
1: probably a couple of months. You know, you know, I like, you know, you know, um, you know, I've done um, um swinger parties and stuff like that. But I mean, seriously, dating a woman, um probably 2012 dating a woman seriously do you miss being married i do okay i miss marriage i miss marriage there's an element of marriage you know having someone to have your back all the time like like feeling like it it's a, a team um you know feeling safe Uh, making someone happy. I love all that type of stuff. I'm into all of that. The commitment, the loyalty, um, the exclusivity. I liked liked all those elements of marriage.
0: We only have 29 seconds left. I see all the questions y'all asked me about, KJ, but you know what? We are out of time. I want to thank my see how Claudia (laughs) will never tell her
2: business. See how she do. She'll never want to tell her business.
0: (laughs) 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 I mean, I got to give y'all proper uh, uh, outs al Reynolds, funky Eva, thank you so much great times thank you for watching on youtube stay tuned the house is up next see y'all next wednesday ask us That's again in ready. friday
1: <laughs> welcome to quick trip how can i help you
2: why don't you ask him it's my turn to bring snacks for a class bake sale and i just told mama about it five minutes ago
1: no problem we've got fresh donuts oh thank you next thing he's going to tell me it's our turn to bring the drinks to soccer practice <laughs> Steven, it's our turn to bring drinks to soccer practice. We've got Gatorade, Powerade, water, you name it. Thank this nice gentleman for saving your life.
0: Any reason's a good reason for quick trip. QT, more than a gas station.
1: Finding the perfect developer isn't easy.
2: But at Upwork, we found her. She's in Prague, between the ideal cup of coffee and a truly impressive synthesizer collection. And you can find her right now on
1: Upwork.com. When the world is your workforce, finding the perfect project manager, designer, developer, or whomever you may need, tends to fall right into
2: place. Find top-rated talent who can start today on Upwork.com.